Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the You Can Do It Too podcast by Mamba Inspire. I am Mamadou Balde. I'm your host. The purpose of this podcast is to both showcase black excellence and increase awareness of the multitude of career possibilities out there for up-and-coming black professionals. This podcast will assist in breaking stigmas, barriers, and helping black students believe that they are smart enough to be future doctors, engineers, educators, and entrepreneurs. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special guest today, Pat Aldecker. Thank you so much for giving us your time. Uh, starting, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, as you said, my name is Pat Oldacre. Uh, I'm, I'm with the PGA Tour. I'm a lead producer for ShotLink, and uh, ShotLink is our scoring system for uh, the golf tournaments at the PGA Tour. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So you grew up in New York. I did, yeah. I was actually born in Jamaica, but I moved to New York when I was an infant. Okay. Grew up in New York City, Queens, New York, and then uh, moved to Long Island, graduated high school okay. in Long Island, yeah. So you do not remember a lot about Jamaica? Uh, no, I don't, but I, you know, obviously all my family is Jamaican, and I, I would go back to Jamaica every summer. Yes, sir. Uh, until I was about eight or, eight or nine years old, and yes, you know, sir. I've been back a few times since. Yes, sir. What was the reason you guys moved back here? Uh, well, my parents just basically looking for a better opportunity. Mm-hmm. They were both big on education, and you know they they pursued higher, uh, you know higher level degrees here in the United States, and you know yes, just sir. looking for a better opportunity in life. Yes, sir. How was growing up uh, in New York? Uh, I, I loved growing up in New York. I mean, it's it's a melting pot. There's a lot of different cultures. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so you're you know you're forced to um, you know mix and mingle and get along with other cultures and learn a lot of the other cultures which I think is a good thing mm-hmm. so. yes sir so at home was uh, was education an expectation for you or yeah absolutely yeah education was an expectation it wasn't optional I mean we were mm-hmm. you know it's you know it was driven home that that's the only not, not the only way but that's the, the you know the, the surest path to success is education and not only that um, you know as my parents you know instilled in us uh, but I later came to learn for myself. I mean, education uh, is, is really a pleasurable thing. It's, I mean, it's, it's great to, to be able to learn more about just things in general, the world, yourself. So it's always, you know, I, I actually enjoy learning. And, and I think when you approach it that way, it's a much, much better experience. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You spent most of your childhood in New York. And uh, for college, you decided to come to South Tech. The South, yes, Texas. Yes, I went to Texas a and <laughs> How was that transition for you? Uh, it wasn't too bad because I had family in Houston. Okay. Uh, I had aunt and uncle in Houston. And so we traveled down to Houston a few times. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, I was really just looking for, you know, a new experience. You know, mm-hmm. I wanted to travel somewhere. Um, not necessarily to get away from New York or my family or anything like that. I just wanted a new experience. Uh, I, you know, I kind of wanted to be somewhere with warm weather. And you know, A and M was a great engineering school, and I received a full academic scholarship. So uh, yeah, I thought it was a good, good opportunity. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So that's a PWI school, as many people know, uh, Texas A and M. Did you deal with any uh, intimidation as far as being a minority in a big PWI uh, school? Yeah, no. You know, I mean, I experienced some racism for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and for me, just. Generally speaking, it was a culture shock going from New York mm-hmm. City to uh, College Station, Texas. So 
I mean, it was a culture shock. There was some racism, you know, but I mean, you experience that anywhere, mm -hmm. um, anywhere you go. I mean, there's racism in New York. So, um, you know, I wouldn't say it was anything, uh, you know, I mean, it, it's not anything against Texas A&M. I mean, I just think it exists everywhere. And yes, I mean, sir. also, I, I had a lot of great experiences at A&M, and I think my experience at Texas A&M was overall great experience. Yes, sir. So how did you choose engineering? Did you always know that you wanted to do engineering? No, I did not always know. I, you know, for a while I thought I was going to do biology and pre-med, mm -hmm. but I just, you know, I just didn't like it. I've always liked numbers and math, so mm -hmm. uh, you know, I decided on engineering. And I, you know, honestly, I, I didn't probably do as much research and have as much information mm -hmm. as I should have. You know, looking back on it, and that's what I try to do with my kids now is arm them with information so that they can make. Uh, an intelligent decision for themselves um, but you know I just sort of you know just sort of picked it because I like math and I wanted to do something where I could have a you know successful career so yes sir yes sir so going back to moving from New York to Texas I know you had uh, you made a lot of friends in uh, New York sure. and uh, and family uh, you said that you had family here in Houston but what did it cost you? What do you think you sacrificed to, to make that move uh, away from uh, your friends? And I wouldn't say I sacrificed really, you know, I mean, maybe it's some small sacrifice. Mm -hmm. I mean, all of my friends went away to college somewhere. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we were all heading our own separate ways to some extent. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I sacrificed probably that I wasn't home as much mm -hmm. as they were probably. Okay. Um, and, you know, but I wouldn't say not really much more than that. I maintain contact with them. You know, yes, I was sir. always home for, uh, you know, I wasn't usually home for Thanksgiving. Yes, I was sir. always home for Christmas and the summers, and so I still got to spend a lot of time with my friends. Yes, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't really say it was a sacrifice. They all left home as well, so. Yes, sir. So the PGA Tour, you work mm -hmm. right now for the PGA Tour. How did you get into that? Uh, well, I was actually an engineer for eight years, mm -hmm. and uh, although I enjoyed it and I, I you know, I was very successful, mm -hmm. uh, it, I just didn't feel fulfilled, and so I wanted to, uh, you know, I, I had uh, gained a great appreciation for golf and mm -hmm. really enjoyed it, yes, and I thought it was, you know, I just thought, I just thought it was a great sport, just you know, loved everything about it, and so I wanted to gravitate toward a career uh, in golf, and so you know, I, you know, took several steps, made you know a lot of connections, and. Uh, eventually, you know, with my technical background, uh, you know, ShotLink was developed in right around 2000, 2001, yes, was developed. So with my technical background and my, you know, affinity for golf, you know, it, uh, it was a good fit and I was offered an opportunity. Yes, sir. And so uh, I've been there ever since. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. What What's some of your favorite experiences at, at work? Uh, what what's, What make it worth being a... Uh, well, I, I just love that, uh, you know, when we, t when we started, uh, you know, the golf tournaments were essentially scored mm -hmm. by pen, pencil and paper, basically. Yes, um, you know, scoring a golf tournament is not like any other sport. Mm -hmm. You know, if a basketball game, all the action is on one court, centrally located. Um, you know, same with football or baseball. Yes, In golf, you know, this, all the action is taking place over, you know, uh, you know probably, <laughs> you know, 15 square mile radius yes, and so 18 holes of golf yes, so it's a lot more challenging uh situation to score a golf tournament so mm -hmm. um you know we went from scoring by pencil and paper essentially where you wouldn't find out the score until you know maybe 20 minutes later mm -hmm. uh you know to, to now every shot that's hit you know within within five seconds you can see it online mm -hmm. so you know so that's pretty satisfying yes, to sir. be a part of 
you know, that sort of development and that sort of change. And, you know, it continues to evolve today. Yes, sir. Did you get to meet some of the famous players? Yeah, yeah, I've got to meet some of them. You know, I mean, essentially they're my co-workers. Yeah. Essentially I work for them. Mm -hmm. You know, we're, you know, the PJ Tour is really all about the players and yes, really sir. all about the charity. Uh, you know, that, that is uh, the charity contributions that are made through that. So, yeah, I mean, I, I work with them and I work for them. And yes, so, sir. Yeah. So now you are one of the lead, uh, you said you are a lead, lead uh, producer, for lead sure. producer. and uh, how, how hard was it for, for you to earn your co-workers respect to, to get to that position as a black man? Um, you know, that's a great question. Um, never really thought of it that way. I just, I just always try to be direct. Mm -hmm. And I just, you know, the first thing is, the, you know, in, in, in a setting like that, environment like that, the best way to get respect is to know what you're talking about. So, to, you know, and that involves just being prepared, you know, doing your research, doing mm -hmm. your homework. So, I mean, I think if anyone understands that you're prepared and you know what you're talking about, yes, people, people want to be around people that can help them. Yes, so, sir. you know, so I think if you put yourself in that position, then you'll gain respect. Right, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. So one of the issues right now is uh, the idea that, especially for inner cities, young mm -hmm. black male and female, mm -hmm. they find uh, role models in what they see in the media. Um, sure. Everybody want to be the next singer, the mm -hmm. next star, yeah. uh, rappers. And uh, so many people are uh, taking it back from uh, science majors mm -hmm. because they think it's hard. Uh, mm -hmm. Usually it's because they do not have role models who tell mm -hmm. them that they can do it. What, what do you think uh, is the reason why so many young black male and female are uh, away from science majors? Well, I think, uh, I think the number one reason is, is uh, which is, it sounds like why you're here, mm -hmm. uh, they just don't see people that look like them in those positions. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I think children, you know, they believe what they see. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so they see on TV basketball players, rappers, singers, yes, so they, they know that that's a possibility for them because they see people that look like them doing that. Mm -hmm. I don't know that they always have opportunities to see, you know, people that look like themselves, mm -hmm. you know, doing, other, you know, being, being a lawyer, or being a doctor, or being a, you know, a CEO or an executive at a company. They just don't, they just don't see it. So I think if, if they were able to see that more often, mm -hmm. uh, then, then they would believe that they could be that. Yes, sir. You know, it's like Barack Obama became president to some extent. Yes, you know, sir. there's kids out there that believe they can be president now because he was. Yes, sir. So. Yes, sir. Uh, another thing is that sports is, is a great tool that teaches young men and females sure. uh, a lot of characteristic confidence, mm -hmm. leadership, and all of that. But many inner cities see it as a way to get out, uh, mm -hmm. out of poverty. You, you are a father of... Uh, Three sons. Yeah, three boys. Three correct. sons. How how hard was it for you to keep that balance between getting a great education and uh, also being able to play sports? Um, well, you know, I mean, I, in our family, we demand both. So mm -hmm. it's not like, you know, you you're either a student or uh, an athlete or a good student or a good athlete. I mean, you know, if you're going to be a, a, an athlete, that, that doesn't take away from your education. Yes. You're going to be a great, you know, the the the, the uh, the, the 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 bar is still the same whether you're an athlete or not so yes, uh, you know if you're not uh, you know wh whatever we do we, we you know we, we strive for excellence yes sir. so um, you know so that's it you know it's not it's not either or yes know? sir yeah. yes sir uh, do you have any advice for uh, those parents uh, who, who want their kids to be so successful but 
do not know how to give them the education background to yeah so the, yeah the, so the one thing i say and it goes back to your earlier question mm. you know to expand on it uh you know kids see basketball players rappers yeah singers um you know what they don't understand is that you know there's ceos out there that make more than those mm -hmm. those all three of those yes, there's you know doctors out there that make you know just as much money lawyers etc whatever whatever pressure you want to think yes, uh, and it's actually in some ways a lot easier to do that than it is to be a rapper or a basketball player yes, because you know if, if you're a rapper you, your fate is to some extent in other people's hands yes, I mean you, you know you have to get someone that likes you to sign you to a contract get in the right circles all that sort of thing you know if you're gonna be a basketball player you know there's just certain you know I mean yeah you can learn the skills etc but you know I mean there, there are certain limiting factors yes, to, to being a basketball player. I mean, it, you know, you, sure, you can be a basketball player if you're 5'10", yes, but sir. it's a lot more difficult. So, you know, anyone can study and go to medical school and be successful. Anyone can go, uh, you know, and work hard and become a CEO or yes, a lawyer. So, um, so what I would say is, you know, just preach that, you know, there's, there's a lot of ways that they can be successful, a lot of ways that they can achieve their goals. Um, I think the key is to find what your children are passionate about. Yes, sir. And then support that and encourage that. And yes, uh, just always, you know, preach education. I mean, ed education is the, it, to me, education is always the answer out of. Yes, sir. Something that you can yeah, never take right, away from. Exactly. Yes, sir. That's amazing. Uh, mm -hmm. Also, one of the thing is that, uh, Many people have this misconception that we work eight to five job and right. we are spending mm -hmm. most of our time building someone else's empire. Mm -hmm. uh, while you still do that, how did you manage to also build your own empire mm -hmm. in a sense? Uh, well, I mean, that's true to some extent, mm -hmm. but you know, uh, you know, you, you, you know, you have your, you have your work life, you have your family life. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I, you know, just from a financial standpoint, I think, you know, the goal is to always build, you know, several sources of residual income. So, yes, so you know, and, and just from a philosophical standpoint, you know, my career is not my life. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I'm a, I work for the PGA Tour, but that's not who I am. I'm Pat Oldacre. I'm a husband. I'm a father. You know, so, you know, I think a lot of people get too wrapped up in their career. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, yes, it's very important. Uh, yes, it's part of your identity. Yes, it's how you make a living and support your family. Yes, uh, but it's not your identity. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, uh, you know, I think some people lose their jobs and they feel like they lost their identity. They don't know what to do with themselves. Yes, sir. Um, you know, I just don't feel that way. Yes, so, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Along, along this road, so this is not a very popular road mm -hmm. as far as the job you have right now. Sure. So many, pe So many people that look like you mm -hmm. Uh, do not succeed to get here. How did you always keep yourself motivated? What what give you that sense of purpose to wake up every day and chase your dream, no matter how hard it gets? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm a big believer in dreams, and I don't, I I don't think you should ever squelch anyone's dreams or you know or give up on them. So mm -hmm. I, you know, my goal was that you know I wanted to work for the PGA Tour, so I just you know I just kept doing things that. You know, you that would you know guide me toward that, and I always put the onus on myself. So, you know, if someone, you know, if someone doesn't want to hire me, then that's on me. I need to, 
either shape myself differently to be more appealing to them, mm-hmm. or I need to get better, or whatever the case may be. I, you know, it's not, it's not their problem or their fault. It's it's my problem. Yes. So sir. so I just focus on improving myself and getting better and making myself marketable. Yes. Sir. And uh, you know, I feel like I'm a valuable person to any company. So, yes, sir. So I feel like the PGA Tour is lucky to have me. Mm-hmm. So. Yes, sir. That's great. Yeah. Do. You, do you have any advice for that young you uh, right now who do not believe that? that yeah, absolutely. Yeah, don't just, my, the biggest thing is just always be willing to work hard. Yes, always be willing to learn, soak up uh, advice. Just be willing to work hard and don't give up on your dreams. I mean, and, and you know, we talked about, we talked about athletes and, you know, rappers and singers. I mean, that, that, that you know, I, there's, I don't take anything away from that. that. That's great also. I mean, you know, I have kids that want to be professional athletes themselves and I, and I encourage that. And I would never, uh, you know, I would never, you know, push aside their dreams. I mm-hmm. encourage that because, uh, you know, if, you know, if, if, if there's anyone out there that they can do it, then so can you. Yes. But, you know, like I said about my my career, you know, just don't, you know, just don't have that be your identity. I mean, my kids, you know, love sports, but mm-hmm. that's not who they are. Yes, sir. They're multi-dimensional people, you know, yes, that, that bring a lot of things to the table. Yes, sir. So uh, just, you know, be, always be willing to work hard is the biggest thing. Yes, sir. Is there anything else you would like the audience to know? Uh, yeah, just that, um, you know, if you're a young person of color, just understand that there are, there are so many career opportunities and jobs that you don't even know about, that you're not even aware of, that mm-hmm. are out there, yes, that, that are perfect opportunities for you. So you just, have to, you just have to put yourself in the right positions that you can, you know, be introduced to those opportunities and learn about them. I mean, I can, you know, there's, there's so many, you know, there's, there's kids that probably don't even know my position exists, you know, yes, but there's, sir. and there's so many other, you know, hundreds of thousands of opportunities yes, out there sir. that you don't even know about. So just prepare yourself well, follow whatever your passion is. And then if you're successful, uh, and you follow your passion, uh, you'll, you'll be good at it because it's your passion. Yes, and if sir. you're successful, the opportunities will come to you. Yes, sir. So, um, that's my biggest piece of advice. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Is it a quote that you live by? A code? A, a quote. Uh, a, oh, a quote. A quote. Uh, yeah. Well, um, you know, I have a lot. I have a lot of favorite quotes, but one of my favorite quotes is uh, is from Bill Parcells. It's uh, it's you are what your record says you are. So, in short, that means. Um, you know, when he said it, he was referring to a football team that was supposed to be like a Super Bowl mm-hmm. contender and supposed to be a great team and great things were predicted, but at the time, their record wasn't very good. Yes, sir. You know, so he, he said to them, you know what, everybody says this and that about us, but, you know, this is our record, so this is who we are. Yes, sir. So you guys need to humble yourselves, you know, so, you know, so whatever the situation is, I, I try to live by that, you know. Um, you know, hey, I should be doing this, I should be doing that, but you know what, if I'm not, I need to look at myself, why am I not doing that? Yes, sir. What do I need to change? Yes, sir. So, you know, you are what your record says you are. So you can think what you, whatever you want to think about yourself, but what your, what your record says you are, that's what you are. That's what you are. Yes, sir. So. Thank you so much for giving us your yeah, time. you got it. Yes, sir, this All was right. amazing. Thank you. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Mamba Inspire You Can Do It Too podcast. We have another special guest next episode. Make sure you subscribe to our channel to stay up to date. Our YouTube channel, we have a Twitter and Instagram for updates. Look up Mamba Inspire. Peace.